Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au. You know, God's Word, it has power. It has authority. And when it's released, whether it's spoken, it has it has an effect on our souls and our spirits that probably nothing else can have, the Word of God. If we align our lives to the Word of God, we cannot go wrong. This Word is living, it's alive, and it's active as we activate it in our lives. And so today, can we, as we're going to read the Word, can we honour the Word this morning? So many people gave their lives so we could get this Word. They wrote this from prisons and circumstances that we could probably never do. And this word is so alive, it is powerful, it does not leave us empty but fills us to the brim when we read it and we study it and we send our time living in it. So I'm going to see a victory. What the enemy meant for evil, you turn it for good. You know, God's mercies, they are new every morning. Every morning. Have you been involved in the 21 days of prayer that we were running as a church? Last week, we were praying as, as over, our nas- over our nation and, and prayers over our politicians. This week, we're going to pray over local prayers for the church. And can I encourage you, there's some, some forms out the back that we can follow for this week. You can get on Instagram and Facebook and we'll tell you later on how to follow it. But as a body, the power and the authority comes as we pray together. Praying united over, over a, a subject, we will see breakthrough. We will see breakthrough. Um, I felt God dropped a word in my spirit, and it was encourage yourselves. And as, as I said before I started, you know, we come to God and, and we look for God to encourage us, which He does. But so often, we sit there and we sit in our own soulish realm and we, we rehearse the past and what's gone on. But can I encourage you this morning, we're going to spend time encouraging ourselves later on in the service. We're going to sing, we're going to worship, we're going to pray, and you're going to find a spot, and, and I'm prophetically, I suppose, speaking over this this morning, you're going to find a spot in your life where you can find fresh water, you can dig your own well, and you can learn to encourage yourself, not just let God encourage you, but you can actually encourage yourself in God. Not, pursue, not, not just making it up, but actually find Him. It's in 2 Samuel 5 verse 20. It's talking the story about King David, and, and hopefully all you know the story about King David. But it says, David went to Baal Perizim, and there he defeated them. He said, as waters break out, the Lord has broken out against my enemies before me. So that place was called Baal Perizim. And it wasn't called Baal Perizim, I don't think, before he had the victory. David had been anointed king, and if you know the story, he'd been pursued by Saul. He'd spent many years of, of being pursued and being put down by his own nation. And then he'd taken the stance, well, if they're not going to accept me, so he goes to the Philistines, and he tries to help the Philistines, and goes to war with the Philistines. They reject him as well. And he finds himself in this position. 
where the Philistines are, are, up, are up against him and, and they're wanting to, to kill him, kill all his, his tribe. And so he inquires of the Lord and he says, will we go up against him? And, and God says, yes, go. And so he goes and he, he wins this great battle and it talks about he was in a stronghold and there was this, this field or this big great plain where they were before him. And he looks out and he says, will God give me the victory? And God says, yes, yes, I'll give you the victory. And so he goes out and he wins this great battle and it comes back and he says, this is amazing, this is my God, this is Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough. And if you know anything about, about the Bible, we all talk about this God, 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 the God of Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough. Well, I believe the God of the breakthrough is here this morning. And as you encourage yourselves, I believe there's gonna be breakthroughs in this house again this morning too. Because Jesus, David inquired of the Lord. And after he inquired of the Lord and he won the victory, then he said God was the God of the breakthrough. But we're in such a privileged position because Jesus has already died on the cross for us. He's already won the breakthrough and it is already ours and all we have to do is we just have to go out and appropriate this, the breakthroughs already won in our lives. This, this Baal Perizim that David had to fight for, it has already been accomplished for us. We just have to step into this Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough in our lives. So let's not doubt there's not going to be breakthrough because it has already happened. We just have to step in to the breakthrough that is already ours. And I'm saying this just to encourage us today. You know, once again, God popped this word in my spirit that says, encourage ourselves. Encourage ourselves. Because our God's a good God. Do you believe he's a good God? He's, he's an awesome God. And sometimes you have to verbal it, verbalize it. Don't just think about verbalize it, let it come out of our mouths. Almost speak it over your life that our God is such a good God. Why would we go anywhere else? Because he is such a good God. So I'm going to read a story. And it's another story about King David. It's from 1 Samuel 30 verses 1 to 8. And I'll read it out first. And once again, this word is powerful. As we read it, can you say in the back of your mind, God, will you let your word speak to me this morning? Would you illuminate the parts in this word that are going to speak to me personally? And he's going to talk to you all individually for your own different walk and where you're at. But God, will you speak to me? Let, let my words, sure, you can listen to me if you want to, but listen to what God says. So I'm going to read from 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to 8. And it said, David and his men reached Ziklag on the third day. Now the Amalekites had raided the Negev and Ziklag, and they had taxed Ziklag and burned it. And Ziklag was David's city, by the way. And he had taken captive the woman and everyone else in it, both young and old. They killed none of them, but carried them off as, as they went their way. When David and his men reached Ziklag, they found it destroyed by fire, and their wives and sons and daughters taken captive. So David and his men wept aloud until they had no strength left to weep. David's two wives had been captured, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David was greatly distressed because the men were, were talking of stoning him. Each one was bitter in spirit because his sons and daughters. But David found strength in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the, Abiathar the priest, the son of Ahimelech, bring me the ephod. Abiathar brought it to him, and David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. 
Thank you, God, for your word. Such a great story, and we'll carry on with a story later on. But David, the, the precursor to this is David had been out warring for approximately three months with the Phil- trying to fight with the Philistines because Israel had rejected him. And he comes home to this town after three months of warring. And the men would have been worn out. And just imagine what it's like. You're coming home and you're getting close to your town. And as you get closer, you start to see the smoke. And as you get closer still, when you get to your town, your worst fears are recognized and, and everything is destroyed. Your wives are gone. Your kids are gone. All your goods are gone. Everything is gone. There's nothing left. A small fact, by the way, King Saul, if you know the story, King Saul was told to defeat the Malachites and completely kill them. And he didn't do it. And because he didn't do it, David had to suffer the consequences of Saul's disobedience. And he comes back to find everything's gone because Saul had messed up. So David and his men weep until they could not weep anymore. And these men are trained warriors. Um, We're probably not trained warriors. Have anyone watched the SAS on TV? And maybe some of us are trained warriors. <laughs> and you see what, 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 you know, even though it's on TV and it's, it's, it's run down a bit, but you see what they put people through. Well, these guys are trained warriors, and it's not like the SAS nowadays. It would have been a lot tougher back then. So these were tough, hardened men. And they've been worn down by the last season, and they get home to find that their homes are destroyed. Everything is gone. And it says that all the men wept uncontrollably. Growing hard, battle-hardened men weeping uncontrollably. And what does David do? He strengthened himself in the Lord. He didn't park in his feelings. He didn't park in what people said. He didn't park in his situation. But he strengthened himself in the Lord. You know, in 1 Corinthians, we read about we're in a race. But I say we're not just in a race. We're in a hurdle race. And you run, and you run as hard as you can, and then a hurdle comes up. And as you come up to the hurdle, you have a choice. Do I stop, or am I going to jump this hurdle? And, and I don't know where you're at today. Have you got a hurdle in your life that you want to jump, that you want to get over? Well, there's a hurdle in your life that we make the decision, I'm going to jump over this hurdle. But then you just don't rest after you've jumped the hurdle. You get back in the race. And you race, run as hard as you can because you want to win the race until you get to the next hurdle. And then you jump that hurdle and then you run again. And David had come home and his men and they'd hit a hurdle, a big hurdle. And he decided not to sit. He got up and he inquired of the Lord and he encouraged himself in the Lord. And that's what we're going to do today. We're actually going to encourage ourselves in the Lord because our God is an awesome God. As I said before, the victory has already been won. Can we encourage ourselves in that this morning? And can I also encourage you? What have you given up on? Have you failed in prayer numerous times in praying for someone physically and so you've given up? Have you struggled with a secret sin that you just could not get over in your life and so you've decided just to keep it secret and keep on doing it and given up and winning the victory? I don't know where you are, but can you encourage yourself in the Lord this morning that he has already won the victory? And if we're persistent and we run hard and we jump our hurdles and keep consistently jumping and jumping and jumping, we will see a victory. We're going to hit the end of the race and we're going to be winners. 
And winners are grinners. <laughs> you know, we should be so full of joy this morning. God knows the future. He knows where we're going to be. He knows what's going to happen. And he's already got a plan for us. So point, my point one, and I've got to be quick. I said there's going to be 10 minutes. Anyway. So point one, David strengthened himself in the Lord. He encouraged himself. So can we encourage ourselves this morning? See, David had seen enough of God to know that God was faithful. And I believe that you have seen enough of God to know that God is faithful. Can you remind yourself of the past things that God has done in your life? Not just forget them, but remind yourselves, encourage yourself in the Lord. Can you remember the moment when you first found Jesus? Can you remember the moment when he healed your physical body? Can you remember the moment when the pain and the suffering you had just left? Can you remember the moments, those secret moments at home when you were on your bed and all of a sudden the sweet presence of God came into your room and touched you? Can you remember those re moments and maybe rehearse them again and then go on to write a new story, a new play as you, as you walk out the rest of your life? See, David had ziklag. And I don't know what you've got. And I don't think it's a ziklag, as bad as a ziklag. But whatever it is, can we encourage ourselves in the Lord this morning? Remind ourselves of who God is. Because King David didn't see this coming. And a lot of the things that go on in our life, we don't see what's coming. We didn't expect it. We didn't expect it to happen. But God knew. You know, when, when David was out fighting the Philistines, it says they didn't trust him because he was an Israelite and that's who they were fighting. And so they said to him, look, you, got to, you, you can't fight with us because we're scared you're going to turn against us. So you've got to go back, go back home. So they send him home before they, before they even start warfaring. But it is amazing that God actually used the Philistines to send him back to his hometown because when he arrived, they had just taken his, all his goods, his wives, his kids and burnt the city to, to the ground. If the Philistines hadn't rejected him, he would have been out warring for another three months plus and come home to nothing. So God can use everything for good. What the enemy meant for evil, he can turn it for good in your life and my life. Don't give up hope. Just because in your midst of the battle does not mean the battle is finished. God knows the answer in the battle and there is, a, there is an answer to every question. Sometimes we'll never know what that is. But can we trust him? Can we trust him? From point two, in verse eight, God cares for you. This is small writing. And David inquired of the Lord, shall I pursue this raiding party? Will I overtake them? Pursue them, he answered. You will certainly overtake them and succeed in the rescue. So can you, once again this morning, can we remind ourselves of who God is? If I was going to ask you, now I'm going to put you on the spot. Nick, if I was going to ask you who God is in your life, what would you say? Um, a what? My virtue. my virtue. Claire, if I was going to ask you who God is in your life, what would you say? My everything. My everything. Esther, if I was going to ask you, who would you say? My everything. Now you're... Your father, awesome. Anyone else? Come on, without me asking. Come on, can we shout out some things? What does he mean to you? 
What at a time? Your helper. Your 5'8". That's right. Anything else this morning? Come on. Well, your best friend. Come on, anyone else this morning? Can we encourage ourselves this morning? Who is God here this morning? Your strength. Awesome. Anyone else? Your what? Protector. Fortress and rock. Awesome. My husband, man, yes, awesome, awesome. Anyone else? Come on. Your refuge, fantastic, Zara. Your hope, awesome, Simon. Covenant partner, that means he's never going to let you down. Come on, anyone else? Your, yeah, awesome. Healer, best friend. Come on, anyone else? Your joy, yes. That's right, he's your joy. He's your king. Yeah, yeah. Come on, guys, front row, pressure on now. Provider. David, come on, David, you're prophetic. What would you say this morning? Yeah, the one you look to every day. Did you get some encouragement? You what? Awesome, that's right, that's right. He is the truth. Yes. Awesome, do you hear that? Husband of a widow, shepherd, because he has everything she needs. Reason to live, awesome, awesome. Abba Daddy, yeah, great. Can you feel yourself getting encouraged just by when you start to speak? Come on, anyone else? Redeemer. Your strength. Peace, yes. Our breath. Did you think of these things before? Isn't it good to stop? Encourage yourselves in, the, in God that who he is. Come on, Jason, you've got something. Almighty God, yes, all-powerful. He's our provider. He's our shalom. He's everything we need. And we, we speak it, do we live it? When the tough times come, this is all he is. So David sat down, can you imagine King David? He sat down and his men, weeping uncontrollably, they want to stone him. Everybody's turned on him. As, as I said before, Israel turned on him. The Philistines turned on him. His men turned on him. He's on his own totally. And he stops. And he encourages himself in the Lord. Can you imagine David standing there before the Lord saying, God, you're my healer. God, you're my everything. He's speaking out this encouragement. He's speaking to his soul, man. And he's saying, God, this is who you are over me. And he's encouraging himself in the Lord. And he gets up in that encouragement and he pursues his enemies. See, all is not lost. It is, nothing's lost. We might, have, we might have think we've lost something, but can we use it as a life lesson? Nothing is ever lost in life. And we can get what is stolen. If the enemy has stolen your peace, you can have your peace back. If he's stolen the control of you in some areas, let me tell you back, you can regain control in those areas with God. 
God has the ability because God is Baal Perism, the God of the breakthrough. As we encourage ourselves in the Lord this morning. You know, Abiathar, when he came, it says they bought an ephod, and the ephod was a, a cloak. And they said it was probably the, the cloak that, the, that had the breastplate of judgment on the front of it, but he also had a pouch with two stones in it. And they were called the Urim and Thurim. And I don't know how this works, and I'm sure it wouldn't work today because Jesus has come, we speak to him, and he, he speaks to us. But they used these two stones to predict what was going to happen back then. And so David didn't just encourage himself in the Lord. He went to the Lord and he got the word of the Lord for the situation. And when God told him to go, he went. So if we're going to leave this place and we're going to get encouragement this morning, can we make a pact with God? That God, I want your word over me. I want to go where you want me to go. I want to be who you want me to be. I just don't want to live this life just jumping around and taking pot shots everywhere. I want to go what you, where you want to do because I'm going to pursue, pursue, pursue. And just as David pursued his enemies, the Amalekites, and he got everything that was stolen. His wife, wives were not harmed. His kids were not harmed. When he got to them, they were having a party. They thought they were safe because David was out battling and they got such a surprise because the Amalekites were having this big party celebrating all their victories and David just came upon them and got everything back that was stolen. Can you this morning imagine that you're going to get back the things that have been stolen from you? Come on, he can do it. He can do it. These guys had taken everything and they were comfortable. They thought they had it made. And then King David, because there's this one statement we make, but God. Things are really bad, but God. I've lost this, but God. I, don't, I can't see a way out, but God. There's always a but God moment where God can intervene. So will you encourage yourself in the Lord today? Today, we're going to learn how to do that today a little bit. And then, will you come to him and ask him what you should be doing? Not so much Urim and Thurim, but God, will you speak to me directly? Will you encourage me this morning? And I think the best way to encourage ourselves is to praise and worship. You know, as we encourage ourselves, it opens up the possibilities of God in our life. Can I say a few statements as I finish? You are enough. So many of us keep on saying, God, I need to be better. God, I need to do more. But can I, t can I encourage you this morning where you're at right now in your life, in your walk, you are enough for God. He sees you and he's saying over you this morning, you are enough. He doesn't need anything else. You are enough. But our response to that this morning is can we say, God, that you are enough as well. He's speaking down and saying, you're enough. You don't have to perform any better for me to love you. You don't have to do anything spectacular because you are just enough. And out of that too, can we say out of our minds, our mouths, that God, you are enough. You are all those things we spoke about as I asked that question this morning. You are enough and I'm gonna encourage myself in you because you are enough. 
It's a song we're going to sing. It says, I don't know how you make a way, but I know you will. I know you will. Second Timothy, Timothy chapter 1, verses 6 to 7 says, For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. And this altar is going to be open while we praise and worship. If you need healing, if, if you need encouragement, we'd love to pray for you. But more than that, I'd, I'd love you to, to, to spend some time in your seat as we worship him this morning and encourage yourself. If you feel like you need someone to pray for you, sure, this is open. And as the scripture says, which is in you through the laying on of hands, but I believe we can get just as much more by God laying his hands on us in that intimate moment where we spend time with him. For the Spirit of God does not make you timid, but gives us power, love, my version says self-discipline, but I, I love sound mind. And let me tell you, if those aren't running around in you this morning, His Spirit does not make us timid, but He gives us power and He gives us love and He gives us discipline or a sound mind. If that's not being activated in you this morning, then it is not from God. And if it's not from God, can we make the decision that we're going to press into God? We're going to encourage ourselves today and not take a step back. Can we shake off the stuff that we've come in with this morning and worship and honor Him? So we haven't worshiped yet. So we're going to. During worship, we're going to do communion as well. And there's someone's going to come and give a testimony around this, around God's faithfulness. But can we worship Him this morning? Let's not just make it up. Can we encourage ourselves this morning in the Lord? As I said before, if you want prayer, come out for prayer. But can we worship Him and honor our God? Because of the very things that you spoke about how good God was that came out of your mouths this morning, can we worship Him today? Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.